Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Let us pray. God, the more we know you, the more it is that joy dances in our souls. So, as we open the pages of our family's history, show yourself in its words, whisper your love in our ears, draw us into the embrace of your arms, let our hearts beat a little faster as we hear the sound of your voice so near. Amen. Our scripture today is 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 14b through 15, and this is from the uh, New International Version. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not be frightened, but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning, Chapelwood. How is everybody today? So a couple of weeks ago when Pastor Peter sat me down in his office to discuss the basics of sermon writing 101, I found these cool looking decoder glasses sitting on his bookshelf. You see, when you put them on, it gives you the ability to find or read a hidden message that would almost be impossible to find with the unaided eye. These small glasses allow the ordinary, like the top left corner of this image, turn into something extraordinary, like the other half of this image. In the same way, when we choose hope over fear is when ordinary things turn extraordinary. Following the summer series for developing habits for a home run faith, the last habit is testimony. When I hear the word testimony, I think of a formal written statement given in a court of law. People who have witnessed the breaking of the law are set in front of a judge to testify his or her knowledge in reference to the case that is being heard. And the church, like Ms. Ellum said, is given by someone who has come to believe in the risen Christ. Someone who has experienced God's miraculous work in their lives today. Listening to other people's testimonies, it has come to my knowledge that hope is a common theme between all of them. So I ask you, what is hope? Hope is an intangible idea that like our secret message or image cannot be seen or touched with our humanly senses. Francois, a noted French author from the 1600s, says, hope is the last thing that dies in a man. Why is hope the last thing in a that dies in a man? And most importantly, how does that feeling of hope link us back to Christ? I'd like to bring us back to the scripture that we just heard from 1 Peter. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. If we do a word study of the word, of the original word in Greek for the word hope is elpis. The word hope is found a number of times throughout the Old and New Testament. The way that 1 Peter refers to it is only found five other times 
in the Gospels when it, when it is used with the Old Testament of the sentence to trust and to have confidence in God. Scott McKnight, a New Testament scholar, says, instead of fear, believers are to honor the Lord Christ by being ready to speak boldly about their hope. So I wonder, why is hope so powerful? What's so special about this word? We hope in the fear, we hope in the face of fearful outcome. We hope often that our fears are unfounded. As human beings, we fear the unknown, that uncertainty and anxiety that comes from sitting around and waiting for whatever holds in the future is excruciatingly painful. I have good news and bad news for you today. I'll start with the bad news. <laughs> fear will always find a way to show up some way or the other throughout your lifetime. Are you ready for the good news? The only thing stronger than fear is hope. In our scripture this morning, 1 Peter assures us, do not fear their threats, do not be frightened. Hope and fear cannot occupy the same space at the same time. Invite one to stay. There is a story in the book of Acts of a man named Stephen. Stephen was a man after Christ who delivered the, new, the, new, who delivered the good news and performed great wonders among the people in God's name. Some issues arose among the members of the synagogue who disagreed with the things that Stephen taught and more specifically because of who he believed in. He was then falsely accused by, he was then falsely accused of speaking blasphemous thoughts against Moses and against God by the members of the Sanhedrin, which was a local council in Jerusalem, usually controlled by high priests. When he was asked if these charges were true, when he was asked to testify on his behalf, he recited Old Testament scripture to them. He was giving the authorities the reason why he believed his teachings about Jesus Christ were true. He was being asked to give an answer for the hope that he had in Christ, a reason of why he would willingly testify that Jesus is Lord and Jesus is the one who he trusts. The words testimony and testify are not frequently found in our 21st century American vocabulary. We don't encourage people to testify for Jesus, to name reasons as of why we are Christians. Sometimes we're even afraid to share our testimony because people can be very judgmental. We don't want to tell everybody about the dark times in our lives because stuff like that is very personal and we like to keep it hidden. But something that my sister told me a couple of weeks ago when I was preparing for today is to allow myself to be vulnerable, to share my pains because you never know how your testimony can impact the life of someone who is going through a similar phase in their life. When we allow God to decrease our fear in order for him to increase our hope is when ordinary things become extraordinary. As many, as, as many of you know, I'm the college pastoral intern for the summer. The goal was to shadow the pastors around and figure out what they do from Sunday to Sunday, which may not seem like a lot at first, but trust me, they do more than you think. If you were to look at me walking around the mall or the grocery store shopping, I look like any random, ordinary girl in Lake Jackson. As you see me standing up here this morning, some words used to describe me may be Hispanic young adult, or they say, <laughs> college student, 
pastoral intern. But if you were to look at me through the small glasses that I showed you earlier, the glasses that change the way we view things, if you were only to look at me through God's eyes, some words used to describe me could be daughter of the one true king, one who is unconditionally loved by God. When Pastor Peter asked me to share my testimony, I questioned myself and I didn't know if I was ready. I was very scared and very nervous. So I began to ask myself, why am I a Christian? Why do I believe in hope? Why do I believe that God can transform ordinary into extraordinary? It was in the news. A drug cartel war in Ciudad Juarez. Young women were missing and family members lost loved ones. It was in the midst of that war. There was a mother of four children suffering from domestic violence. At that time, this woman felt alone and helpless. As she was away from her, from her hometown, she had traveled to Juarez as a young woman, not much older than I am, in search for new opportunities and for, in search of a job. Due to life circumstances, she had no way to provide for herself or for her children. She was afraid that the father of her children may hit her too hard and, too hard and end up hospitalized. <clears throat> that fear was eating her alive to the point where she could not sleep or feel safe in her own home. She came to the realization that fear and hope could not occupy the same space in her life. So she decided to choose hope. She removed herself and her children from that situation and fled across the border to El Paso. I am proud to say that this woman is my mother and those children are my siblings and me. It was on a regular work morning where my mom found hope. She heard on the radio that Lydia Patterson Institute, or La Lidia as we call it, was having a writing contest in which the best essay explaining the importance of education would be awarded a scholarship for that institution. I have a video that I would love to show you guys that will provide a little more information about Lydia Patterson. Nelson Mandela once said that education was the most powerful. They have shown their commitment. Now it is time for us to show ours. My mother, Hope, she trusted in God and by his grace, my oldest sister, Yesenia, was awarded that scholarship and began her school in the fall of 2004. A couple of years after, in 2006, my second oldest sister, Lucero, was awarded a scholarship as well. An older couple from Indiana heard, heard about La Lydia at their local church and decided it would be fun to get in the car and drive 1,400 miles to visit this school in El Paso. If you ask me, that's not a lot of fun. They had previously volunteered to become sponsors for two students at Lydia Patterson, and my sister Lucero was one of those students. It amazes me how God works and how he places the right people at the right time in your life. Soon enough, after meeting with my sister, they created a relationship with my, fam with my entire family and kind of adopted us to be their fake grandchildren. They were and still are so generous that they also decided to sponsor my way through LPI and my brother who is getting ready to start his senior year this fall. 
I truly believe with all my heart that God places certain people in your life to accomplish the plans that he has in your life. He placed this couple in my family's life as a reminder, kind of like God saying, hey, I got you. Trust me, you'll be okay. People like them, devoted lay people, sitting in the pews just like you all are today, made an impact in my life that placed me right here in front of all of you this morning. La Lydia was the stepping stone that God placed, placed for me to recognize him as Lord and to equip me with the, with the tools to give back a small portion of everything that he has provided for me today. It's crazy to believe that things like small glasses are a reminder for us to sit back and recognize all the things that God has already worked in your life today. I like to describe La Lydia as the light at the end of the, tum- of the tunnel for a single mother who had hope, who trusted that God would provide for his family because he is faithful. In Matthew chapter six, it says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stir away in barns, and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Our God will provide for us. We must learn to hope, not in the dictionary definition, but hope to trust in God and the plan that he has for your life. I stand here this morning to tell you that he is at work in your life right now. He has not forgotten about you. He hears your prayers in the middle of the day when you're worried about the uncertainty that the future holds for you and your family. I'd like to invite all of you to share your testimony, maybe not in front of the congregation on a Sunday morning, but allow yourselves to be vulnerable because you don't know how your testimony can impact me or the person sitting right next to you. Ask yourself, why am I a Christian? Use the red glasses to allow you to sit back and realize the things that God has already worked out in your life today. If you're a member of this church, you have already pledged to share your testimony when you came up to the altar rails and the pastor introduced you as a member of this church. But like I said, it does not have to be in front of the congregation, but maybe in your Sunday school class, or maybe how Bishop Jones would say of the NYC people, not the New York City people, but the not yet church people. Share your testimony with someone who does not know about Christ. I encourage you to choose to trust in God's mighty hand, to trust you wherever he needs to lead you. Allow him to drive out fear and increase hope. Like it says in 1 Peter, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have.